Happy Friday. Welcome to the three things I learned. SaaS Sports Tech and Live Events. We're talking industry this week, attendance and live events. Some major cracks showing up in the foundation of the story of the major comeback. Now, we saw three pieces come out in the last week. First by Ben Fisher last week in the Sports Business Journal. Another in front office sports earlier this week with Jacob Feldman. And then another one coming out today by Ethan Strauss at House of Strauss. All of these highlighted some really big problems in the comeback story and live events. So we're going to talk about the four things we learned this week in SaaS Sports Tech and Live events, cracks in the foundation and a possible ticketing correction. Let's get started. Number one, show rates are way down. We thought it might have just been companies. We've been looking at scan reports all year long. And what we mean by scan reports is not whether a ticket was transferred or given to somebody, but if it was actually scanned at the gate. Now, scan reports, usually the scan rates in the 70% for companies, and the really great companies get around 80%, but this year they're hovering around 40%. What we learned this week in talking with Feldman and what we read with Strauss and then in talking to a number of teams is that this is not limited to corporates. And even some teams who are doing really well on the corporate side are seeing show rates drop when it comes to the consumer. Why does that impact the business? Show rate is how we can calculate the per cap. When somebody shows up to the event, they buy F&B, they buy merchandise, they park, they do a lot of different things that lead to the bottom line for teams and content providers. Now, a lot of customers this year got their tickets in some markets where they may not have wanted them. They were returning back to live events and they got them and now they can't get guests to go. This show rate impacts and erodes the ability to negotiate a deal next year, the following and the following, when they're up with the F&B provider, with the parking provider, and with the merchandise provider of record. This is a really big deal. We need to see show rates start coming back in the next six months, or we're going to see some real changes in live events. That's number one. Number two, and this is piggybacking on show rates being a problem, there could be a tectonic shift in ticket pricing, and here's why. Right now we have low show rates. We're about to add more supply to the live events ticketing market than we've ever seen in history. We have two to four times as many concert tours booked for next year. And that's just live events. Let's not forget the fact that all the weddings we miss, all the bar mitzvahs, all the family reunions, all the events that got pushed back are all going to compete for that $4.6 trillion in savings that Vivid Seats put in their pipe deck would get spent on things like live events and other things. So far, we're not seeing that money coming back to live events. And that could be a real problem going forward because there's second and third order effects of that which we'll cover in a second. That's number two. Number three, because of the supply we're already seeing with a lack of demand, yields are down, prices are dropping. Strauss points this out in his article. We see it with a number of companies selling inventory that generally would be up here, that's down here. In the Strauss piece, he points out that an LA Clipper suite sold for $250 for the whole suite. We've seen numbers like that across the board at even venues that are very, very popular. Now, what happens with that? The teams feel the impact of that come renewal time, right? Also, when it hits their pocketbook, it's going to start hitting as they're doing those renewals. The marketplaces and the primaries, the providers, the Vivid Seats, the Viagogos, the Seat Geeks, all of those, they're not going to feel this pain for a year and a half because volume is going to be so high, it doesn't matter. Their transaction numbers with volume are gonna be so high that they're gonna be able to cover that. But what happens in the future? Because they're not insulated from this either. If we go into a year of too much supply, not enough demand, resetting expectation, and we couple that with the Wall Street Journal's piece, which we link below, talking about how only 28% of the people in Manhattan have gone back to their offices 
How does that impact sports going forward? That's number three. And finally, number four, the next generation, they don't want to work in sports like the last few did. We spent the week talking to a number of teams, leagues, venues, and sports recruiters. And in the old days, the team could offer less money, even though there was the promise of more hours, to dreamers that are looking to work for their favorite teams, their heroes, people that they've followed their whole lives. During the pandemic, a record number of sports execs left the industry for more money and better work-life balance elsewhere. We talked to a number of them and the recruiters said the same thing. They didn't and they are not coming back. More concerning in that is that the next generation is far less enamored with this career path. You can see that the jobs are open and unlike in the old days when someone like me would leave a good job at News Corp to make $10 an hour in a seasonal job at the LA Dodgers with the hope and promise of a job working in sports at the end of that, there aren't those and there aren't drones lining up. So the next two years, because of these things that are being pointed out, are really going to shape what happens in the next five to 10 years in ticketing because there's going to be a change in how we distribute, how we sell, how we consume. There's going to be a change in what per cap looks like. We're not only going to be focused on F&B and merch and parking and ticket price. We're also going to be focused on legal gambling that's happening in there and NFTs and the trade of those things that are occurring within the building as it becomes a roaring casino. We're betting on live. We always have. We think that we're evolutionarily geared towards wanting to be with people, but that generational shift is happening. We're seeing younger generations move more towards festivals and experiences where they feel like they are part of the experience more than watching a game happening where their impact is in the cheering and the, and the ebb and the flow of the momentum. But one thing that was terrifying in talking to some of the authors of these pieces and then reading one of the pieces there is a concern that we might be headed for the first correction in sports ticket prices in 30 plus years. And if that happens, it'll be fascinating to see how much opportunity is there for those that are looking to disrupt that market. That's it for this week. We'll see everybody next week on The Three Things. Apologies for the delay this week. Super busy week. Business is going great. Everything is wonderful and we appreciate everybody who watches. Thank you.